0: i awesome.
1: Welcome back to the crossover podcast, where we get comics, pop culture, and sports, and it is sports time as we are here to discuss the conference championship games in the National Football League race. Uh, I'm your host Matt Pierce. Joining me today is Craig Needles. How's it going, Craig? Well, thank you. All right, glad to hear it. You're in, you're in. That's good energy today, Craig. I like that. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. Also uh, joining us as as always is uh, Bill Needles. How's it going, Bill?
2: Fine and dandy like sour candy.
1: All right. Oh, God, I forget the rest of that rhyme. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. National Football League um, Conference Championships. We know who's playing each other. The Before we get into that, couple of couple of hirings, um, and they involve a couple of teams that we cheer for. Uh, Bill Needles, Gary Kubiak who last week we talked about was probably going to be doing stuff for your team. Craig is yeah. apparently heading to Minnesota. I'll take it.
0: He's called. Yeah. Uh, obviously a super bowl winning head coach heads there as a, an offensive, uh, assistant. Uh, the deal with Denver was he wanted to hire all of his own assistants and the Broncos weren't necessarily on board with that. I like, I like the guy that the Broncos have hired as their offensive coordinator. I think that there's some potential there, but, uh, I kind of wish they just let Kubiak hire his own people we'll see how it goes. But, uh, I think it's a good hire for Minnesota.
1: Definitely, I do. I think it's a very good hire. I think he like because um, Kirk Cousins is the type of guy he, he can get the most out of. I think it's that's just his type of guy. Right. Just like we've, we've seen what he can, what he can do with. Uh...
0: Well, look, the offense that Kirk Cousins had the most success. in, I think we can say was the Mike Shanahan offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary Kubiak was Denver's offensive coordinator. Where Mike Shanahan was the head coach for a lot of the time and including the two Super Bowl years. So there'll be a lot of similar, uh, similar terminology, similar scheme, stuff like that
1: uh I mean it's been kind of a running joke amongst uh, the football peeps on the internet but uh it's been kind of funny to watch that basically anyone who has ever shook the hand of Sean McVay is, is basically getting hired in some capacity to to either you know be an offensive coordinator or run either a college or NFL team or do whatever it's just basically like, like, Sean McVay's dog walker, I think, is, like, the new QB coach for Texas Tech. Like, it's it's been – it's just been bizarre and funny to watch. And it's just like, God, you, you, you can't – everyone's trying to recreate him in the act. And you just you, – you, you you can't do it. It's – oh, man, people chasing their own tails. It's weird. Um, Yeah. Speaking of silly decisions, um, the Lions named Daryl Bevel their offensive coordinator today.
0: Yeah, uh, I I don't necessarily hate that as much as some people do. everyone's yeah. like, oh yeah, look how much he ran the ball when he was with Seattle and when he was with Minnesota. Well, like he had Marshawn Lynch, and Adrian, Adrian Peterson. Peterson, like yeah, in their <laughs> what you, Like, what do you what, what do you want him to do? Exactly. Yeah. I'm just I'm just not sold on the fact that oh that I means Stafford's going to be handing the ball off 25 times again. I'm I'm not sold on that. No, like no. maybe, but I just I I don't know if that's a foregone conclusion. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm tentatively excited for this, but it's just so Detroit Lions to hire the guy who called the worst play in the history of the game. <laughs> in, the, in The absolute history of the game at any level called in the silliest offensive play. And if you don't know to, to which I am referring, uh, Daryl Bevel was the offensive coordinator for the Seahawks when they called in the one-yard pass that uh, was picked off and cost them the Super Bowl. Um, I still haven't heard a, uh, credible explanation as to why the, uh, as to why they didn't run the ball there with, with the aforementioned Marshawn Lentz in the background. You want to know the, like, have you heard the, 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 silly rumor that some of the, uh, the Seahawks defense has for, for why they called in that, that play? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this?
0: Uh, because they wanted to get Russell Wilson MVP.
1: Yeah. That's, that's the... That's the theory that uh, Richard Sherman and, well, allegedly, guys like Richard Sherman and, and, you know, the, 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 uh, the rest of the Legion of Boom, allegedly, the theory that those guys have is that it was so close between Lynch and Russell Wilson in that game that... The coaches wanted Russell Wilson to get the touchdown pass because it would have given him the Super Bowl MVP, and like he was the golden boy. And they wanted
2: to keep in the that scenario, you'd mm. have better odds him rolling to the outside than throwing it over the middle.
1: Yeah, just anything like, but that. If play. he runs
2: it for a score, he still gets MVP.
1: And like the pro football focus guys have, have said that the, the pro, fo- pro football focus guys have come out and said that that play that was picked off by Malcolm Butler. The Seahawks ran six times throughout the year, and every time it resulted in in an incompletion. So they didn't even use, like, what was their best play
2: in that. So it's just... And again, it was third down, was it?
0: It, it was second. second. It was
2: second. Second. Yeah, so, like, second even down. if you don't get in, at least if you're throwing it over the middle, the worst thing that could happen is an interception so if bizarre. you were rolling to the outside. It's...
1: Oh, God, it's bizarre. And we had to all watch the potato faces celebrate because of it. Ah, damn you, Daryl Bevel. And now you're coaching my team. Oh, oh well. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure everything will, will go, you know, according to plan. <laughs> now that you're on the Detroit Lions. God damn it. All right. Uh, let's discuss the uh, divisional matchups and specifically some of the teams that got eliminated before we uh, discuss the championship round. Um, the Saturday game, you guys were on this one. I I got seduced by the Colts and, and some of the stuff the offensive line was doing, and this game was pretty much over from the get-go, and I was stunned that the Colts weren't able to at least run the ball. and. I was also a little bit uh, disappointed in myself that uh, I, I took the dome team heading outdoors in cold weather, so that that's that's on me, obviously. But
0: uh, I just—it's a scenario for the game that uh, I think, obviously, Kansas City's defense playing that well isn't what a lot of people thought might happen. True. but the scenario of the Colts don't have a good first couple of possessions and Kansas City scores two touchdowns, mm-hmm. like that—that that was always in play. And that's exactly what happened. And it takes away the run a little bit. Then you can really let those Kansas City pass rushers get loose. And, and that's where we wound up.
2: They were never going to take their way out of 14.
0: No, and that's exactly it. Because that's, that's what Kansas City's defense is designed for is, oh, yeah, our offense has you in a hole. So now we're going to do this and that just that that game was exactly kansas city's plan that's how they want to play every game they get off to a fast start and hey offensively they've gotten to off to a fast start in basically every game this season so you get off to a fast start give your defense an advantage and go from there
1: i should have asked you guys this question last week because it obviously would have had a little bit more weight but who is the best quarterback in this football game
2: patrick Mahomes. really wow what Best quarterback in general, or today, right now? Just,
1: uh, just uh, I don't
2: know. Listen okay, to so
0: if it, the, the the if if you were if you were doing schoolyard pick 'em mm-hmm. and Patrick Mahomes and Andrew Luck are both standing there to play a football game tomorrow, which one do you want?
2: Yeah, that's probably Mahomes. the
0: best
2: way. Yeah. If I'm starting a franchise and I can choose either one of these players in their prime, I take Luck. Hmm.
0: I mean, but I, you think Mahomes is playing better now? Yeah, because Mahomes is younger.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, no, but I mean. I think luck. Yeah. I think luck Mahomes has a way better supporting cast. So yeah. Yeah. Mahomes no, I, is I better just think that him.
0: Mahomes makes throws like he the, like the arm talent with Mahomes and I know that this sounds crazy to say but the only comparable is John Elway. Yeah. You know, like it, it, I know, because like you look at some of the crazy Elway throws over the year, like the one where like you know threw a guy off the top of him, and just like threw a dart for sixty yards and stuff like that. Yeah, That's yeah. like Mahomes doesn't have the strength Elway did, obviously, in the pocket, but like, like the the arm talent with Mahomes is so unique, and luck is great. Luck is great, but I, I just I just feel as though Mahomes is just uh, he's he's the guy you want to do everything right now I mean, he's the time first guy time you do
2: when he isn't surrounded by the cast he has now and i think he's that's just, gonna be a that's
0: fair holmes has had one year as a starter in the nfl and that year as a starter he's had an elite group of receivers and he's had Andrew, andy reed painting his uh, or releasing his version of the white album mm-hmm. a guy who's one of the greatest offensive minds of all time putting together his most beautiful scheme he's ever put together so i understand what you're saying there that hey mahomes has some advantages and yeah it's true i just think that when you some of the stuff that you see when the play breaks down from mahomes that you just don't get that from other guys true some like there are a couple of throws uh he keeps plays alive moves around the pocket a little bit waits for another window and, and there's a couple there's a couple to kelsey that i'm thinking of like it's just it's it's unique i get what you're saying i think luck is fantastic too but I, I just think that Mahomes is so talented. Now, if you were to say to me, hey, if you don't know who your coach is going to be and you're looking for a, a quarterback that you can rely on no matter what the scheme is, maybe the answer is luck. Mm-hmm. But I just I just think Mahomes is so good.
2: Yeah, it, it opens up a lot of doors for scheme, which Andy Reid is good at, at capitalizing yeah. on. Well, and Andy Reid – we got
0: Andy Reid some credit here. Like, Not that he hasn't gotten a lot of credit this year, but Andy Reid basically pushed all the chips of – his time in Kansas City. Like he'd already had some pretty successful times, but he's like, you know what, I'm willing to bet this my job on Patrick Mahomes. And it worked. Yeah. He 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 made the right bet. And and good for him. I'm not saying that Reed would have been fired if Mahomes wasn't good, but if Mahomes was lousy, they would have been in a real bad spot this year and all of a sudden they jettisoned Alex Smith for this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh it would have been an awkward conversation. So Andy Reid bet big on Patrick Mahomes, and the bet paid off. Good for him. I mean, Andy Reid is a guy who,
1: if he can get that Super Bowl, like, we're all of a sudden talking about he might need to be on the Mount Rushmore of coaches, right? Like, just based on the overall body of work. Like, it's just like... Yeah, he'd
0: have two Super Bowl trips. And wins. 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 So many wins. And, And he basically... Like he's been a head coach in the NFL for twenty years, and his teams have been good the entire time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, um, yeah, and
1: like, they, and when they when they would, you know, they he was in the conference title games with the friggin' Eagles all the time, and you know they kept they kept getting clipped, and you know people would talk about his clock management, which you have to discuss because he does. Well, you know, that's it's
0: has... a legitimate part of the conversation. Very, very he true. Put very true. Some arguments that Andy Reid might have made more Super Bowl trips mm-hmm. if if Andy Reid. Was just Andy Reid the, the the play scheme guy as opposed to Andy Reid the calling timeouts guy. True, very true.
1: Has to go, on, yeah. Has to go on the conversation. But uh, I mean, it's
0: look at this way. Andy Reid, uh, he had a five and eleven season his first year in Philadelphia, which was an awful football team, just mm-hmm. very limited talent. And his last year in Philadelphia it was kind of just a season where every single thing went wrong. They were four and twelve. Other than that. He's been basically 500 or better, if not yeah. double digit wins, pretty much every year. And He's, in the
1: playoffs, damn near every season. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, really
1: good. Um, what do you see from the Colts uh, next year, Bill? <sighs> I,
2: I, I'd like to think they get better. I think they take the off season to to focus a little harder on the run because they really found their sea legs in the second half of the season. Um, I think they again make the playoffs next year. Ten and six probably seems about right.
1: Ton of cap space. Yep, that's the big thing. So much cap space. If they if they spend wisely, like I don't see why they can't win the division and and threaten next year. They're they're in a they're in as good a spot as any any team in the in the National Football League right now. I
2: think. What do you go out and get if you're the Colts?
1: Oh, you know, I mean you. you you probably want to get another uh, another receiver, but like you don't want to break the bank spending on on.
2: Yeah, you could find somebody to complement so him. and so, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: But you're just you're basically you're doing the things that 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 the teams that are winning now which are doing, which is you know spend to get depth on your team, like just just yeah. just bolster your team, make them deep, do everything so that you can shift guys in and out, and then uh, just. Be deep. That's that's basically it. So that when guys get hurt, it doesn't necessarily ruin your entire season because it's just like a fact that guys are going to get hurt.
2: Or when your defense is on the field for 40 minutes, you can actually switch
1: guys out a little bit. Exactly, staffing football, right? Guys are going to get hurt, so it's why every team needs depth. Um, the Dallas Cowboys finally day we, we finally bit this pig now greg so the the Dallas finally. Cowboys finally you can you can rejoice and the and dance on the grave of the Dallas Cowboys um what did you make of of Sean McVay going for it on the, on the on the fourth down when when he was up or they were up 8 right and then and then he went for it with like four minutes left um i don't hate it like i didn't hate it it's just um I saw the numbers on, on how much it moved the needle for him as far as um increasing his win probability by going for it. It and it it wasn't significant enough for me to say, Yeah, do that. You know?
0: But, I don't know. Uh, You're Sean McVay. You're like, no, we settled this with our offense yeah. on the field. We've been able to do basically a lot of what we wanted. Mm-hmm. I think that game could have been a blowout if Goff was a little bit better. Yeah, be he
1: was that's true. He was <laughs> Secretly not good in that game, but it, right. it didn't really matter because they had did, Well, Well, if if, if, if
0: if C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley can do whatever they want, yeah. Golf doesn't have to be that good. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, uh, speaking of, of incredible performances, uh, the Dallas defense has been one of the better defense in the league this year, mm-hmm. obviously. Especially over the last like five weeks, too. Yeah, much, too much to my chagrin. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sean McVay made them look like dummies. Yeah. They just didn't know what was happening. It was it was really, really impressive to watch, really impressive to watch.
1: yeah, I mean i I took Dallas, but I only I, I took Dallas like as as the points. I didn't take them thinking they were gonna win because I didn't think they'd beat the Seahawks to be honest with you. So there was that. Um, yeah, the Rams really took him to school. I wasn't so much like it was a little bit reckless for me. I thought, I thought going well, reckless is probably too strong a word, but a little bit ill conceived, probably. I think going forward on fourth down, but uh, you know, I didn't hate it, and and I just thought to myself, why even take the opportunity of, of giving uh, you know, Dak a chance to, to get the ball down eight? Because uh, you know, I don't know why risk it, but they scored, so it, it didn't really matter, and uh. I, I did like the fact that I said that I, I last week. I, my favorite bet was there will be a one-yard touchdown in Dallas Rams, and there were four of them, so there was that. Uh, so that just go ahead and pat myself on the back for that one. Um,
0: you should get paid for each of the subsequent. If one only,
1: year. yeah. <laughs> that's, I was thinking that too as it was happening. I'm like, man, I should cash each each time. With this. If only I could double it down in live betting, be like, there's gonna be another one, right? Like, <laughs> Um, Roll it over. Yeah. Uh, oh, hell yeah. little it run. <laughs> and, uh, man, I think from where I'm sitting, depending on what they do in free agency, Craig, I, th- I, I think the Cowboys under might be a... <laughs> Oh, nice uh, well, we'll see what it is. Yeah. We'll see what the line is.
0: Yeah. But not only was the over under eight and a half, which I'm like, oh, okay, I feel good about that. Like an eight and eight season, I still get paid. But the juice, like, was on the side of betting the under. Like, yeah. like, it was one. Yeah,
1: couldn't resist. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll get him next time. Uh, anything you want to say about Dallas, Bill?
2: Dallas sucks. <laughs> um. <laughs> I I really think Dallas have outperformed their station all year. Mm. Um, although even in this game, they didn't look that terrible against the Rams, I guess. Um, I'll bet you they put that line next year at 9, and I'll take the under. I, I don't think they had any business winning 10 this year.
0: Eagles would be better next year. Yeah, uh, Giants uh, might be better next year. Yeah.
1: As a Cowboys well, hey, let's not go nuts. Um, as a Cowboys <laughs> fan... Like I mean if you're if you're a Cowboys fan, I mean the playoff win is nice. Playoff wins are always nice. I hope to experience one myself someday. Um but I mean man, this this one fluke win against the Seahawks is probably going to set you back another 2 3 years, right? And you're 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 going to lose that Dak rookie contract soon. And I mean, do, do you pay Dak a whole bunch of money? Because it just it really seems like like this this Jason Garrett crew they just don't really know how to unleash that guy. And Dak I thought was really good in the Dallas game, but it, it also had to do with like the game came down to that fourth down play with uh, where they ran Ezekiel Elliott into the teeth of the, of the defense, which made no sense because I'm pretty sure they had the like. <laughs> It seemed like the Rams had the entire 52 man roster out there gar- guarding the middle on that fourth down play. Like Jared Goff was out there <laughs> waiting to be like, "They're gonna run it up the middle. I got this, right?" And it was just like, "What are they doing?" And then they still ran. And it just it was so weird because Jason Garrett's the same guy who on a fourth and one play in the in the in the divisional round against the uh, the Packers a few years ago did that play action fade to friggin. Uh, Des Bryant that was, you know, of much controversy and probably should have been called a catch, but wasn't and Yeah, it was just, like it, like I, I, I thought when they lined up for the fourth and one, I thought they had some play action thing that that was gonna like I thought they were gonna be do do something and, and erase the erase the ghosts of that Des Bryant catch that should have been and no, they just handed off to Elliot and he ran right into the eight men that were standing there waiting for him to be like, Wow, I can't believe he's actually running into us right now and it was just it's bizarre that yeah, that's where the game was lost for day. If if you're Dallas and there's just like uninspired play calling on on the fourth and one with the season on the line, I thought. Ah, yeah. uh, anyway, that's it. Moving on from Dallas, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, very disappointing. You guys were on the entire world was on the Chargers. I went the other way and took the Patriots just because. Uh. I don't know. I just, I, 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 it just, it looked like a spot where the Patriots were just gonna clip everybody, and and by God, they did because this game was
0: over about ten minutes in. So you- uh, I, maybe not quite. Because remember, the Chargers did score in their first possession, mm-hmm. so you at least had the idea that hey, maybe the Chargers gonna be able to get what they want today too. Turned out they had one defensive breakdown and left Keenan Allen with no one within 15 yards of him. And other than that, the Patriots are basically flawless for the rest of the first half. Yeah, yeah, that was... I I did not see that coming. Look, I I don't think anyone surprised the Patriots won a playoff game in Foxborough, nor should they be. I just thought that game was going to be close. I thought that on paper, the Chargers had better players. And uh, they do. The the Chargers do have better players on paper. I think that much is true. Um, But... The Patriots are the Patriots, and Anthony Lynn is a good coach, and the Chargers have some good people on their staff. Gus Bradley, good coach uh, from a defensive coordinator perspective, not so much as a head coach. Either way, uh, Belichick and Josh McDaniel smoked them on Sunday. That was not close. No. That like, and that? I think that's where that's that's where the game was decided. I think that the Patriots' scheme was just so much better. The Chargers kind of showed their hand with what they did in the Baltimore game. I was interested to see if they were going to come out and play seven defensive backs again. They did. The Patriots are ready for it, and they knew exactly how they wanted to handle it.
1: Yeah, it's just a shame. I was really rooting for this this Chargers team, and I, like obviously I placed a little bet on them when they were eighteen to one when the playoffs started. So it sucked to see that be you know, done halfway through the second quarter. But, uh, God, yeah, you got to hand it to the potato faces. They did uh, yet another victory that they can put on their mantle. And, and apparently this, uh we'll get to it in a bit, but this matchup with Kansas City, um, first time in 67 games that they have not been
0: favored, which is just... We were talking about that. I believe the last time that wouldn't have been the case would have been... The not the 2015 AFC title game in Denver, in which the Patriots were the favorites and Denver won. Mm-hmm. But the 2013 AFC title game in Denver, Denver was favored by five. I believe that was the last time the Pats were not
2: favored.
1: Oh, madness. Um, anything to add on the Chargers? Uh, Bill?
2: You know, you know what? I I, I think you could play this game 10 times over and, and the Patriots have no business scoring 35 points and a half uh, the way they played this year. Um yeah, I agree. I, I think it, this is also a huge breakdown from LA's perspective. Like you can't let them score 35 and a half. Even if the Chargers can pull some of those offensive victories out that they've done before, you can't do that with the Patriots. The defense played terribly. There were uh, Brady what did he throw for? It must have been 350, which is one of his higher totals all year. Um I think they played poorly. I think the Chargers were better than this. I yeah. really do.
1: Three forty-three. So yeah, a little less than. That. And he only had one freaking touchdown pass, which uh, you know doesn't compute with the way the game went. So
2: uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Five hundred yards of total offense. Like probably what seventy-five percent of that in the first half. It was not great.
1: Pure madness. Um, Philadelphia. Man, when they got the ball, I like obviously I have the eighteen to one ticket. Craig, you had uh, New Orleans on the money line and a few other things.
0: Uh, no, I had New Orleans uh, minus uh, the eight. Minus the eight, which sucks. That Will Lutz field goal was expensive.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yet another kicker letting down uh, everybody. Uh, okay. when he when Will Lutz missed that kick, I I thought we were so fucking fucked. I I honestly I was
0: like I, I honestly thought that there was one of two outcomes. One the Eagles don't score a touchdown yeah. or two, the Eagles score a touchdown and breeze comes back. I I really Fair. truly believed those were the only outcomes in the game. Like, yes. What? when let's miss the kick. You're like, Oh man. But <laughs> I really, I, I never, cause there was enough time left that you're like, all right, breeze is getting another possession here in all likelihood. So, yeah. and breeze had been
1: dissecting them towards the oh, end of the game. It
0: was, yeah. it was like, we were t- we, we, like, we, uh, there's been a, a lot of talk of dissection and, mm-hmm. and, and great coaching game plans. There's a lot of that this weekend. Um, Drew Brees and Sean Payton put on one hell of a show and the, the final score total doesn't necessarily show it, No, but that, that game could have been a blowout with a couple of different Mm -hmm. things in a couple of different ways. Drew on on that first, the first play of that game, Brees had Ginn.
1: Yeah.
0: Like he had a couple of steps. If Brees gets another foot and a half on that football, that's a Ted Ginn 75 yard touchdown on the first play of the game. Then how does this game go? Yeah. I mean,
1: I mean, a lot of people are bagging on uh, Doug Peterson for actually calling the play, like when they snap. Because, like, I'll be honest, when they were going up to the line right before the two minute warning, I'm like, they're not snapping it, right? And yeah. then they snapped it, and I was like, oh shit! But the play they the play they ran was so brilliant.
0: Like, oh, it was, it was a great.
1: It was so brilliant.
0: And Elson Jeffrey is a a, a, a fantastic hand, yes. and Pro he Pro makes Bowl, that catch yeah. 99 times out of a hundred. Yeah. And sometimes weird stuff happens at a weird time, and mm-hmm. it happened there. And and look at it this way uh like it obviously doesn't always come it's not always a what goes around comes back around situation mm-hmm. but sometimes weird stuff happens when a couple of defensive backs miss an assignment and Stefan Diggs goes down the sideline for a score mm-hmm. and sometimes weird stuff happens when a ball bounces off of Alshon Jeffrey's hands yeah. into Lattimore's hands you know what I mean yeah. like it's oh, it, 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 sometimes it comes out in the wash if you're the Saints true so like it was
1: just I just I hated people bagging on um Doug Peterson for being like, why did he snap it? They should have just uh, done this. And I'm like, the play call was so brilliant. There wasn't a Saint within 10 yards of of Alshon Jeffrey. That was just going to be a nice seven. What was it like? Yeah, pick up a first
0: down. Yeah, Yeah. it would have
1: been picked up a first down. It was like a nice little 12-yard play. There was nothing going to happen there. And then it just like it was perfect pro bowl receiver. He was going to catch it and immediately
0: kind of fall down and stuff. And then it you just... didn't even need to, because yeah. or I get out of bounds or anything. Cause the two minute warning was exactly. the next play. It was like, a, it was like a free timeout. Like yeah. you get an extra play in the game. It was the right call. It was so
1: brilliant. And it just, it bounced off his hands and Marcus Lattimore was like, Oh shit. <laughs> and then like, I'll he, take this. Yeah. He just snared it. And it was just, Oh man. And like, to me, like, you know, we talk about that. We'll talk about the, the, the fake punt, which was, you know, fantastic by the way. But um, the play that I think where the Saints, um, that, that like they should kind of like, uh, like I, I hate to say momentum turner because I don't believe in momentum, but uh, when uh, oh god, what was it? Use check or whatever the guy's name is? Uh, Rycheck? God, I can't. But like when he like, Ryan Ramcheck? Ramcheck, thank you. When uh, when Ramcheck fell on that fumble that Drew Brees had. Because yeah. it was fourteen nothing at that point, and that ball would have been on the if the
0: if the Eagles recover that ball
1: on the was, Saints thirty, yeah. like with yeah. ooh, like things could have got like if Ramchek didn't fall on that,
0: who knows? Like that was the play of the game. I think to me, of the, the 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 play of the game was the fake punt.
1: Yeah, I and like and you can like I you can't argue that, but uh, like I would just say that like if you want to go back even further, that fake that because the fake punt doesn't even happen if, uh, but the, yeah, the fake punt was uh, was. Uh, Sean Payton going, and, hey, you, you think you're the fourth down play guy? I've been doing it. Like, I had an onside kick at the Super Bowl. Don't <laughs> test me. <Right>? Like,
0: <laughs> I've been the fourth down play guy since you were not playing as the backup quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. Exactly, <laughs> um, right? Uh, like, <laughs> um, yeah, no, that um, that was great. And and to me, like, obviously people have been like, oh, Sean Payton is uh, really kind of obsessed with this Taysom Hill thing. Yeah. We saw for a couple of reasons why in that game, like, Oh, people forget this, that but the, the, the touchdown pass to Alvin Kamara. That like, should have woo, been, yeah. Woo, oh, that yeah. was gorgeous stuff. Yeah. And of course, Taysom Hill gets the ball because the Eagles have watched game tape because they've got smart coaches. And, oh, okay, that means they're probably going to run out of the middle. Is Taysom Hill. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. there goes the football. Oh, so, that time for, that
1: like, was too. Oh.
0: Yeah. Oh, that, like, so, and here's the other thing that, you know, people talk about the Taysom Hill thing all the time. Yeah. Um, the fact that this week in practice, Wade Phillips and the Rams defense. They're going to have to spend time talking about Taysom Mm -hmm. Hill. Yeah. They're going to spend way more time talking about Taysom Hill than the Saints defense is going to spend talking about Sean Mannion. You know what I mean? Like, Mm Like, th- like th- th- I don't think Sean Mannion's going to come up in the meetings because if Jared Goff gets hurt, then whatever. Uh, but Taysom Hill, the Saints, the the third quarterback on the Saints roster, either way, yeah. he's going to have to be a significant topic of conversation this week as the Rams prep for the NFC title game.
1: Yeah, I just when when Taysom Hill threw that, because obviously I have the Saints ticket. Like when that happened, I literally was like, I'm going to be rich. <laughs> like, and then it got called back and I was like, God damn it. Right? Like, it was just. And it was the right call because that was a gross hold that, that uh, the Saints offensive lineman did. Um, Bill, who does uh, – just uh, top of your dome piece, who is Nick Foles the starting quarterback for in 2019?
2: Nick Foles is the starting quarterback for – it's not going to be them. I'm going to say somewhere weak. I'm going to go uh, – not the Jets. They're doing all right, actually.
0: I I'm, thinking, I'm thinking same stadium different team Hmm.
1: hmm.
2: yeah I could see that
1: the New York Giants
0: that's what I think can happen
1: that's uh it's not bad I don't I don't mind the Giants yeah like it wouldn't be bad but like he he's obviously like because if you're the Eagles I mean, we all love these Nick Foles stories of he—he's like more in tune with the team, and the guys believe in him and whatnot more than they no. do Wince or whatever. But it's just if you're running an organization, you can't do it. Wentz is still on a rookie contract; you can't not walk away from like you can't. Oh, no. you you just you you can't move away from Wentz and get away from the flexibility that uh, the rookie contract gives you when you're you know rookie quarterback is still pretty good. You just can't do it. It's just
0: not smart business. No. So they're not. And gonna the do only it. way that. Nick Foles on the Eagles roster next year is at a twenty million cap hit charge. I just don't think that you can't. You can't.
1: Yeah, because they can't franchise tag him, right? I thought I read. I don't. No, I the, yeah. The, the way that it works is but...
0: there's an option on Nick Foles for next mm. season. The Eagles have. They can pick up a twenty million dollar option. If the Eagles yeah. say yes, want the twenty million dollar option, Foles can give the Eagles two million dollars to get out of that option. Mm. Which, if the Eagles say yes to the twenty million, I suspect that that's exactly what Foles will do. Yeah. However. Well, I don't think it's much of a risk for the Eagles. The Eagles are probably just going to collect their $2 bucks, But you you just can't promise that much money to a backup quarterback next season. You can't do it. No. You can't. You've got too many other places on your roster where there's expensive guys. And for good reason. The Eagles' problem is they have too many good players. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah, you can't have a $20 million backup quarterback. Great
1: problem to have. Great problem yeah. to have in football. Yeah, you, you just you can't bring them back. Yeah. It, it, it... I mean, it would. I, I would love it. It would be fun to have like the whole fools magic thing happening one more time, and just like I was like when he got the ball back, I was so scared because I was just like. And like and you mentioned Breeze will probably have time and I'm like, Yeah, Breeze will have time, but Will Let's just missed a fucking field goal, so I'm just like Ah like, I'm like an eighteen to one and dying inside, right? And then
0: well take... <laughs> uh, Will Lutz takes Let's miss another field goal, someone was on the field. Now let's see who you really are. Sure, yeah. Cody Parkey from the abandoned amusement park. Oh my god, he was on the Today <laughs> Show. Did you see that? I did not actually see it because I refused to watch it. Fair, but, but like I could, you... I could understand why the Bears were like, "What the hell's the matter with you?"
1: Yeah, you were aware of the existence of this,
0: though, yes. right?
1: Like, my god in heaven, and it was like, like I I watched it on YouTube, which it, I mean, I I highly recommend it because it's 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 a bizarre time capsule of stuff happening because it was re- it was very like it almost was like an SNL sketch because honestly they were like, oh. Ah, oh, Cody Parkey, you missed the field goal, right? How
0: do you feel? Right, it was
1: just like Jesus, what is happening? It, honestly, it it, so, it felt so much like in like in Saturday Night Live sketch. Like I kept expecting Sherry O'Terry to show up and, and say something <laughs> not funny. Uh, <laughs> God, ooh, shots fired by me. Uh, but uh, all right, let's move on.
0: Let's talk about the games next week. Yeah,
1: conference championship games. First up, 305 on the Sunday, the Los Angeles Rams head to Orleans to take on the Saints. The Saints minus three and a half, Bill.
2: I gotta go Saints.
1: Yeah, I don't like the hook, though. Um I'm I'm concerned, and we, we can get into the to the to the discussion, but just from from like of, of how we think this game will go, but like from a gambling perspective, I don't like the I don't like the hook. And so my question to you, Craig and Bill, is do you think this line will come down to three,
0: or do you think they're just going to move the juice? This line opened at three, Okay. and it went up to three and a half in some places. Hmm. I think that you're paying an extra half point for the Superdome. Fair. Uh, It might be worth it. Uh, I I don't think they can move this line, though. So you think they just move the juice, then? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think because like if you if you, if it goes back to three, I, I don't know. I I just I guess they can't move it back to three. They can't move it to four. You can't be in one of those situations. Like it just yeah, you can't do that. So, um, no, I uh, I think that this is a, uh, yeah, that that's probably where the line goes. But if if they just move the juice a little bit, uh, three and a half is a little bit interesting. But I just think you're probably paying an extra half point for the Superdome.
1: Yeah. Um, I like the Saints. And maybe too. you're paying
0: extra draft point because the Rams, like the game, wound up being close. But it looked like they were getting get blown out there earlier this year. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I I like I like the Saints. Obviously, I'm gonna be very invested in them with that 18 to one ticket that I have. I really, Are you gonna
0: hedge this week? Do you think betting Rams on the money not, line?
1: Not this week. I gotta let it ride. And then if it gets, it's it's the exact same playbook I have as uh, like my my biggest score in well, my biggest single bet score of all time is the 2011 New York Giants who were 50 to 1 when the playoffs started because they were so incredibly injured. Yes. Um the entire, because they they snuck in at like 9 and 7, but they got yep. healthy right before the playoffs started, which is why I placed said bet. And then all of a sudden they were in the in the Super Bowl with the Patriots for the second time and I had two head which actually led to my my biggest like single bet of all time cuz I guess the single the, the biggest monetary value I've ever put on a Bet for sports was technically that Patriots hedge, where I bet $1,100 on the New England Patriots to win that Super Bowl, but I was guaranteed $2,400 either way, right? So, and having right. only having only bet at the time, if I remember correctly, it was like $1,150, and I was guaranteed $2,400. So I had it, I had it either way. But that, but you know, still it goes in the books as I once bet like $1,100 on the New England Patriots, but <laughs> um. Uh yeah, I think the move will I I just I have to let it ride and then if it gets to the Super Bowl then I'll have I'll have to do the exact same yeah. thing where I hedge it. So, I will be sweating viciously the New Orleans Saints uh this week. So, who dat, baby? Um Craig, how do you feel about this one?
0: I like the Saints. Okay. Yeah, I I Yeah, I just think they're better. I think that they're better. And I think that if it turns into a situation where it is a shootout and it's going up and down the field, I trust Breeze more than I trust Goff. Fair. Sure. I just. And and yeah. that's it. I think that you're getting, uh, I think you're getting the better quarterback if you take the Saints. And this might be sacrilege in some people's minds, but here it comes. I think you're getting the better coach.
1: I. I I yeah, They're both I, top
0: I, five coaches. Yeah, the difference I think is negligible you're getting the better on that coach.
1: one to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Like I don't. I don't. I don't. Like that's obviously not a decisive de- decisive advantage. I I, I no, don't think you no. think that either. I'm not I'm not claiming that you're saying that, but uh... I'm just
0: saying if you if you think you can get the better quarterback yep. and better coach and only really giving up three and a half, you get the home team in the Superdome. Like there's there's a lot of reason to make that bet And the NFC game.
1: I mean my hesitation with this one and this will obviously come into play in the next game as well is man it's tough to beat a team twice in in the same season, right? But uh, we have not had. A team lose a like a Super Bowl participant uh, lose a road game lose a home game uh, since earmuffs Craig the 2012 uh, Ravens Niners Super Bowl
0: or have to win on the road yes yeah that was uh, the last time that, that was yes, the last time the Super Bowl horrifying.
1: participant won on the road yeah, yeah that's so that was uh, horrifying. and both those teams did that because. Uh, who, the Ravens beat the Pats in the in the championship, and then if I remember correctly, the Niners beat the Falcons that should have won. Yes, man, all right, man, that Falcons team should have won. That was that was a a that's the that's the Falcons disappointment that everybody forgets for obvious
0: reasons of. Uh, <laughs>
1: the big one <laughs> i still believe yes
0: i still believe that denver was the best team that season
1: they oh they were they absolutely that was were. the
0: best that was the best broncos team mm-hmm. uh like that was better than the 2013 team that played in the super bowl and yeah. that was better than the 2015 team that won the super bowl I, the
1: 2012 I, team i like i mean you can you can plug your ears for the story i'm about to tell you greg <laughs> but um during the i believe the the broncos raven game that had the jacoby jones thing had was the saturday afternoon game yeah if if i remember correctly and i remember i remember at the time because i still had my blackberry (laughs) like i i had i was yet to upgrade i still had like the the blackberry bold or whatever had the fucking swipe thing with uh, like the slide panel with the buttons and i got the push notification from the uh from the score that the, that the Broncos had scored the touchdown, and there was only like a minute 18 left or some garbage, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, good for Craig, we're done here." And then like
0: two, the Ravens th- had no timeouts.
1: Yeah, and the Ravens had no timeouts, and like I said, ear But then I got the second push notification, and I, I'm sorry, Craig, I assumed it was a pick six. And then I saw what it was, and I was like, get the fuck yeah. out of here, right? And it was just like... And then I, I saw the play later, and I was just like, oh my god, you gotta be... Oh god, it was so bad, I'm sorry. But, you know, the point is, you won a Super Bowl. You, you've won a Super Bowl more recently than that happened, is is, uh, is, <laughs> yeah. the, is the important thing to remember. Um, so, my official pick, I am going to lay the points with New Orleans. Um... From a gambling perspective, I think if you wait till... I'd Sorry, I wish I knew what the juice on this game was. I should have looked that up. God, that's just bad preparation by me. But I'm willing to bet if you wait till closer to game time, you can probably get better juice on the three and a half. Because like as as we discussed earlier, I think this is a game where they're not going to move off the three and a half now. They're probably just going to adjust the juice. Like, that, that just seems like a smart move. So, Bill, who you got in this one?
2: Um... That's the Saints for me. All
1: right. And Craig? Saints. All right. Clean sweep on the Saints. God, that's so scary. We we so rarely do well with the clean sweeps. Um, last up, the New England Patriots are heading to Kansas City. Um, Kansas City's minus three and a half. Before we get into the actual minutia of this game, uh, the over-under for this game opened up at – uh, 59 and a half. It is now down to 54 and a half because of the alleged bad weather that we're going to have yep. in Kansas City. Just the, like, you're very rarely going to hear me say this. Take the over. Pound the over now because this is going to get back up. Like, like I am taking the 54 and a half. I, I have, I have, like, I, I'm just all over the over right now. It's my favorite bet at the 54 and a half because...
0: Unders where the juice is still.
1: Unders where the juice is. I still, I, I love the over. I, I love the over. I think this is going to go over. And, you know, here's the dirty little secret that a lot of the gamblers and the math guys have kind of been holding and and just close to the to the vest is cold weather doesn't affect points as much as, like, mentally that we think it does. Like, we have the we have the the, the mental image of, oh, it's cold. It's like the old Bears in the 80s, right, playing, like, yeah, 12 to 6. On the
2: ground and...
1: Yeah, keep it on the ground. Play a 12 to 6 game, and it, it's just not like that. Like, the points – like it may be slow going but the points come in the cold weather games just as easily as they do in the in the in the fair weather games so i'm i'm telling you right now take the o- take the over on this 54 and a half cuz it's going to get near um it, it's 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 going to get back up to like 58 before game time like i just like we're we're going to get something on saturday come out where it's like hey it's not going to be as bad as we thought it was going to be and then the the it's going to shoot right back up that said Kansas City minus the three. How do you feel, Bill?
2: I like the Chiefs. Uh, I I think the, the, what the Patriots were able to do to L.A. last week uh, is not something you're going to be able to do to the Chiefs yeah. in Arrowhead. Um, you're going to have to play a near-flawless game to win here, and it's something the Patriots haven't done with much consistency. Certainly uh, on the road. Yeah. Uh, I, I think you got to take the Chiefs here, and I assume they win by... More than
0: three, that's for sure. I i love the Chiefs. Um, the, the Patriots, just simply away from Foxborough, have not been a great team this season. That's thats just the way things are. Now they're taking their 41-year-old quarterback, and I don't care how healthy he is, on the road, in the cold. Um I, I'm just I'm I'm not sold on that. And here's the thing: the three Patriots the bad. They were right. Yep. Yep. Three, they three. They had losses in Jacksonville. Mm. They had a loss in Miami. Obviously, mm. they had a loss in Pittsburgh. Uh, they 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 lost in a few places where uh, uh, the, the the team was not of great caliber that they were going up against. Um, Tennessee is another example of a place they lost. Um, Detroit, Michigan is another place they lost. Um, <laughs>
1: Detroit. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. Uh, nonetheless, uh, I just think they haven't been great in the road. I think that they've, and this past week, Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick badly out schemed the Charger staff. Mm-hmm. Badly out schemed the Charger staff. I don't think Bill Belichick's pulling one over on Andy Reid this week on a scheme from a scheme perspective. I don't think that's what's going to happen. Andy Reid has got some things he has been saving because I think that Andy Reid has known the entire season that he's getting this game. Mm-hmm. He's getting the Patriots, or at least he's wanted. Like this is the ideal scenario: you get the Patriots at home in the AFC title game. This is what you wanted. He's been waiting for this. And the other thing the Patriots have had a little bit of trouble with this season uh, is tight ends. And the Chiefs got a good. The Chiefs have got a good one.
1: Kelsey, and he was so good in this. Like he was making like cold weather catches like I've never seen before in that yep. last game, right? Like that was that was oh, unbelievable. He, he was
0: great. He was great.
1: Um, he's going to be the best tight end coming into this game. I oh um, um, not not even close. No, it's no, not no, even yeah. in the same. He ball. is. I'm gonna go one further. He is gonna be the best broski white dude tight end coming into this game.
2: Ooh,
0: uh, I, if we start putting in broski factors here, let's, <laughs> I'm not. A, <laughs> I'll remind
1: you, he had a bachelor like dating show on what was it, Oxygen or some garbage? Like yeah, one of the, <laughs> that's
0: true. <laughs> that's
1: true. Um,
0: well, we'll see what happens when he gets more than 68 career touchdowns. True. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean,
1: baby. <laughs> was really excited about that. <laughs> you know what I mean, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> Still one of my favorite all-time lines. I'm very excited for my next touchdown. <laughs> you know what I mean, baby. <laughs> uh... <laughs> the, best to um, the thing that worries me, you bring up Kelsey. Bill Belichick is so good at taking away what you want to do, though. Oh,
0: that's true. That's which, true.
1: Which makes me—I I just want to throw this out there in terms of—in terms of a let's be careful out there. Because I'm—I'm—I I'm, think I'm with you guys. I think we're all on the same page. I think we're all going to take the Chiefs. But this is my let's be careful out there, guys, thing. Did the Patriots make it where the guy who has to come through for the Kansas City Chief is Gulp Sammy Watkins? <laughs> Maybe. Like that's that's the thing that's like here's worried. the here's
0: let's just say okay so let's just say it's not Tyreek Hill and it's not Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. it could be Watkins it could be Conley it could be Damian Williams I'm and or maybe it's Mahomes with his legs I trust <laughs> Andy Reid yeah to figure out the right guy and get the ball to that guy I know you know in a playoff game but Andy Reid's never had horses quite like these horses before
1: God it's I don't know I'm just I'm I'm scared of this one i I just i'm weirdly confident in in new orleans which you know i it scares me on a whole other level right because i'm like i'm so confident that i am nervous um but (laughs) i just really don't want the potato faces in another super bowl i don't want it i'm I'm,
0: done i'm really really done with it i'm really like it's time for some new people and it's time for some new people uh, but I just think the Chiefs are better. The Chiefs are better, and if the Chiefs' defense is anything like they were against the Colts, mm-hmm. the Pagers don't have a chance in this game. Yeah, I don't think the, I don't think the Chiefs' defense will be that good. But if they are, the Pagers don't have a chance.
1: Bill Belichick did a peculiar thing that, um, is a, uh that actually ended up being a, what I thought was a was a brilliant move because Bill Belichick has always done thing, and this is the thing that you and I have discussed for many many of the years. Craig is um, during the regular season. I don't get why teams. Uh, who win the coin toss ask for the ball first. I've always thought it was beneficial. I don't know if, nope.
0: if this is necessarily true, but mentally. No, no, but... it is. Uh, it, 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 you you want to have the ball in the second half. Yeah, you know I've always. You,
2: a little bit more. Yeah, you, know, you, you have more information about the game in exactly, the second right. half. And Bill... We were just talking about how the Chiefs open up wanting to get up by or uh, yeah. up by 14. Like, you're better off with the ball if you want to do that. That's yeah. true. That's true. Very, very and true.
0: so uh, we'll see what they we will see. Maybe Belichick uh, doesn't want to give the Chiefs a chance to do that.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to wonder. That's what I was going to posit to you guys is um, against the Chargers, he won the toss, and he took the ball because he wanted to set the tone of going down there and scoring and getting up early and making the Chargers kind of get back on their heels, maybe mm-hmm. get off a little bit of their game plan. So if Bill Belichick is to win, the the guy who usually defers, the guy who you know, usually is kind of smart enough to defer – and get more information in the second half as we. Discussed. They took
0: the ball on Sunday against the Chargers. I yeah. think we'll take the ball this week.
1: I, I I think so too. If they win that coin flip, I, I think they'll absolutely take the ball too and and try to make the Chargers. Now, depending of, on conditions,
0: which end mm-hmm. of the field you're defending may be significant here too. But uh, true,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. But I think they take the ball.
1: I I agree. Um, anything else you want to add to this one, Bill?
2: No, uh, I think more than anything, I want to keep the Patriots away from the Super Bowl. But uh, I also think um, that th- they are going to lose. Yeah,
0: I. The I Chiefs don't. are better.
1: They are, they are better, but I mean, I'm, I thought the Chargers were
0: better too. But yeah, but the Chargers the don't have to, field, the the man. Chiefs don't have
2: to play in Foxborough. and, I mean, and the Chargers just... in the last six weeks they had some some pretty hard misses in those yeah. last in the last little while. Um, they weren't playing at the top of their game. Uh, the Chiefs, yeah, um, yeah, and the Patriots are—they've been
1: so bad on the road. I mean, the Miami game is—is is a whatever, but
0: like, yeah, it's an to... anomaly. But they like—they yeah. they got blown out by the Titans on the road. They got blown up by the Lions on the road. Yes,
1: <laughs> like the Lions yep. embarrassed them, and oh my God, and they were so bad this year. Oh, I'm I'm taking the I've... Chiefs and just yeah.
0: Sorry, go ahead. Before we go, I have two questions for you guys yeah. about uh, these the, these final four of of the four best teams in the NFL. How many? Are still alive? It's four. Is that the number? Like yeah,
1: I I mean DVOA. I was stunned when I read the DVOA that DVOA had the Colts ranked two. I'm I'm not sure if you saw that they yep. that, they had the Colts ranked second in overall DVOA. I was I was stunned by that. I was I was like, boy, you better check your math on that because uh, I that was definitely not the second best team in the National Football League that I saw playing on uh, on last sunday or saturday keep in like mind that's the
0: that's the weighted so it doesn't cause uh, but still yeah no no you're right you're and right I, I agree were,
1: and they technically were playing the number one rated team in yeah the VOA, but but even so it, it was like come on now that's that's you got to check your mouth on that but yeah these these were the four best teams these were the teams we kind of all uh thought it was going to get down to and even like yeah. the patriots
0: were like I, mean, I don't I, think that there was like obviously there's a little bit of Houston when Houston is playing really well in the middle yeah. of the year. But, but was Houston, there ever really was there ever really a legitimate conversation that the te- the two best teams no. in the AFC weren't the Patriots and Chiefs?
1: No, because a lot of what the Texans were doing was fluky, and it was well documented on this podcast because that zero and three start that they had, and, yeah. and and I had their over bet, and I was like, you know, tearing my hair out <laughs> at the zero and three start, and then well because they had everything the o- turned out fine. Yeah, well they had the zero and three start, and then Fuller went down. Right, so it was just like, well, this is just going fantastic, yep. right? And then obviously it happened. But uh, I mean, it, it, like,
0: they could have used Fuller and Thomas in the game and lost the Colts. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I think these are the these are the four best teams.
1: Of the I think team, of the teams that lost in the wild card round, which one do you think should be most disappointed based on the way the the divisional round shook out? It's got to be the Bears, right?
0: Yeah, could the Bears have gone into L. A. and one?
1: I th- I think they. I think I, they
0: probably could have.
1: Yeah, I I do. I, I really do. Especially they with, would
0: need Trubisky to be better than he was. Yeah, especially
1: the, the way but, Goff kind of played in that because uh, you weren't you weren't gonna have two hundred yard rushers against the friggin' Bears, right?
0: No, no, that's yeah. that's unlikely. I think that Goff has a higher margin of error than Trubisky does, based on the other things going around on the going on, on that offense. So. very true, very true. Um, but yeah, I mean probably the Bears, and obviously they they lost a game because. A ball hit the uprights twice so yeah. Um, so yeah i think it's probably the bears um be like. so the, if we've got four of the four how many of the of the four best quarterbacks in the nfl how many are still alive this weekend um uh,
1: another great question um three
0: yeah i gotta go
1: three
0: yeah. So Brady, Mahomes, and and Breeze. Yeah. And then there's some some the fourth guy is someone who's not Goff. I think that's quite reasonable.
1: Yeah, it's uh, like any luck do, you would obviously take over. Uh, yeah, Rodgers. You take Goff, Rogers, Rogers, Yeah. yeah. So yeah. at least so there's two a, there. So, yeah. We can kind of go through the list here. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to go through everybody. I'd take over Jared Goff because that's just ludicrous. That would, it would it
0: would take us some time. Yes.
1: Yeah, but Luck and and Rodgers. Yeah. Rivers. Rivers uh,
0: definitely is three. Yeah, so there's Ron, a few. Like we, we've got, yeah. of, of, when it comes to the, the best, when Wilson, it comes to the, yeah. yeah, of the four, of the four best coaches in the NFL, how many do we have left this weekend? That one might be four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I think it's four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't have enough
1: uh, of a sample size on Frank Reich right now for me to. Yeah, it's to it's make really that, To it's make good. that claim, but uh yeah, and, and uh, I mean Doug Peterson obviously is. Uh, yeah, you yeah, fair
0: Doug. I think yeah. there, there's you're right. There's a very good Doug Peterson argument. Doug there, Peterson right. and fair Pete Carroll,
1: I think, are the arguments that yeah. you, you make yeah. as far as can they sneak into the top yeah. four. But you're you because we have the we
0: have the best coach of all time still alive this weekend. Yeah, point. And we point have taken, Sean, yeah, we Sean. Yeah, we have Sean Payton and. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid who are both Hall of Fame coaches in all likelihood certainly Peyton and probably uh, I think Reid for sure but if he wins two more games in the next couple of weeks definitely definitely yeah Um, yeah Yeah. and then obviously Sean McVay looks like he's on the fast track Mm -hmm. based on the fact that everyone he knows gets to be a head coach
1: yeah Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're just looking at like the it's like the I, I'm looking at the teams and I'm just going through it and it's like you know Shanahan Frank Reich doesn't really don't really have the sample size but they could easily be there and then it's like yeah. you're looking at Peterson and Pete
0: Carroll but you could put yeah, yeah. you could put uh, you could put together an argument that it, it's four for four so yeah it just shows you what what kind of drives the bus in this league which yeah, is yeah absolutely yeah quarterback and, and coaching <laughs> yeah. yeah quarterback well, and coach. Sure. It's
1: the same thing in in hockey, right? Where there's, there's always been the you know the NHL has always had the saying of you know you show me a good goalie and I'll show you a good coach, right? And then it you know it's it's it translates for the NFL, right? Where it's the same thing with quarterback and uh, and and coach, you know yep. all, all the all the highly scrutinized positions, right? In 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 Absolutely. all sports. Um, before we get, oh, sorry, we didn't even uh, make our picks. I'm gonna take Kansas City minus the three. Bill, who you got?
0: Kansas City. Greg uh, Kansas City well
1: we, we uh, one
0: more question for you guys throw it out there which Super Bowl matchup would have the highest spread Patriot um, Saints
1: highest spread
0: yeah I'm I'm I think Patriot Saints probably gets to like four and a half
1: you think so I, I don't yeah. think... I know that surreal. I know there'd be a
0: lot of Patriots money coming in I maybe yeah. maybe I'm being naive I think that Um. Obviously, I think were... if the
2: Patriots beat Kansas City and Kansas City, yeah, no, that's fair. get all kinds of respect.
1: Yeah, I think I th- I don't see a I don't see a matchup where it isn't three three and a half tops. If if yep. I'm being that's perfectly fair. honest. that's fair. That's yeah. fair. That's a great question though. I I really enjoy that question. Um, before we get out of here, Craig, did you watch The Bachelor? Uh,
0: look, yeah, season all episode all two.
1: Um, boy, uh, I mean, I I. It, what were your thoughts on Demi running the uh, the the Corinne playbook? Because you and I are staunch off, Corinne man. lovers.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, she's a cheap knockoff Corinne. I didn't care for it.
1: That said, I'm I'm not opposed to to her running the playbook, right? Like I'm I'm not uh, I'm not. God, it's just brilliant. I mean, right? You're never gonna you're never gonna forget your first, but uh, and and Corinne is an all timer, and I'm still miffed that we never got Paradise Corinne, or at least a full set of Paradise Corinne. Yeah, it was it's
0: was... one of the great tragedies in the history of television. Yeah,
1: like Len Bias, yep. Corinne and Paradise. Like those are those are the the the, the two great what ifs, right? Um, yeah, I just. I, like, I, I did kind of shoot my shot that I thought that Demi is going to end up being the, the villain of this season. But again, in true Corinne fashion, it's like she doesn't have a, a capable foil yet. Because uh, it's certainly not uh, Crazy Tracy in her yeah. array of hats. Because she's uh, not doing so great. If, if you had to guess right now, though, and this will be the last thing I'll say and then we'll get error, Is the two-on-one date going to be the two pageant girls? Or is it going to be Tracy and Demi? Pageant girls. I th- I think so too. I th-
2: I think I there's agree a on yeah, yeah. There's a two on one date.
0: Yeah, oh, there's two on one date where gorgeous, they they, they send they send two girls out on the date with the guy and then the guy basically has to send one girl home at the end of the date. <laughs>
1: and, and it's always the two that have been fighting. It's, it's always, always the
0: two that have been fighting the whole season. Exactly.
1: And then it's it's all, except for the one time they took the two twins, but that was just I mean, that was the whole point of having the twins, right? Was to send them on the two on one date. But uh yeah, it's 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 going to be great. I'm, I'm actually very excited for the two pageant girls who seem to have this, like, real life thing. There's, there seems to be some, some real life stuff there that hopefully we'll get to unpack as the season goes along. Um, crossover podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossover podcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast. Um, Twitter account at empir6. Although I haven't been tweeting recently because I got a new phone and I can't get back on Twitter for some reason. So there's that. Um,. And uh, we are on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe, five stars only. And as always, please download, but you don't necessarily have to listen. Um, we'll be back next week pulling double duty because uh, you guys will be back on doing talking about uh, the Super Bowl matchup that we're going to have. For, uh, we'll probably uh, – we usually dissect the uh, the conference title games and then wait to get into the, uh, the super deep gambling stuff for the bye week. But uh, – we're also going to come on next week. I'm gonna we're going to do a comics uh, side of the podcast as well because uh, at the very least, KB and myself and maybe others, we're going to talk about Titans, which uh, was on Netflix last week, and I'm halfway through that, and it has been uh, pretty glorious except for the acting, which has been quite terrible. But uh, so that's just a little teaser of uh, what we're going to discuss next week. Um, Craig Needles, Bill Needles, as always, thanks for doing this, you guys. Thank you. All right, talk to you guys next week.
2: So